So I'm very excited to welcome the extra handsome. He really requested this, guys, okay? Extra handsome <laughs> guest on baby humor. And hey, were you guys expecting a woman to talk about baby humor? That's kind of sexist, guys, okay? Um, I have with me the very smart, very charming, very handsome uh, Michael Connolly. He's been on my previous podcast before. He is a Caribbean-born immigrant entrepreneur who started from a he's here to amazing other entrepreneurs and the reason why we're discussing baby humor is because he has an amazing business called stinky cakes and uh, I'm gonna let him tell the story of how he started this business and uh, now he teaches other entrepreneurs how they can be successful just like him and uh, if you're a new parent uh, you probably need more money uh, so so you should listen to him uh, welcome Michael Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, since since uh, there's no video, I appreciate you letting the people know I'm handsome. Thank you. Who do you think you look like? Like who? Which celebrity do you think you look the most like? The one I got the most. The one I got the most uh, was Kanye West. Uh, I'll take it. Um, I'm not as I'm not as out there as him. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think he's bad looking. So I'll go with that. Yeah, he's not bad looking at all. He's um. He's really good. So yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to just swap out your picture for Kanye's picture and we're going to get all the page views. That's let's how we're going to Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do this. SEO, <laughs> baby. So um, this is hilarious because it's like, I, uh, yeah, maybe let me just like, what, what is stinky cakes? What, what, what is uh, this business? How did you get started? Yeah, I, I'm glad you said if people are parents and they want to make money, they should be listening because there's literally ideas everywhere, right? Ideas are everywhere. Yes. And um, when we had, my wife and I had a second son, like we just wanted diapers, like because that's mm-hmm. the one of the most expensive things, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we found out real quick that even though people know that, you know, new parents need diapers, gift giving is a two-way street. So they don't get that. Um, all feeling, uh, you know, warm and fuzzy feeling from giving someone a box of diapers. Mm-hmm. So we, once I figured that out, and if, you, if you're if you an entrepreneur and have entrepreneurial thinking abilities, like mm-hmm. once you identify a problem, like you become obsessed with solving it. Mm-hmm. And I just became obsessed with solving that. Like how do I make diaper giving fun? And I literally started thinking outside the box. And here's the thing about ideas being everywhere. Yeah, like your idea doesn't have to be a, a unique thing that you just invented. And that's a big myth. So many people um, fall, fall victim to in the sense. Like once I made this diaper thing, I realized they were out there. It was already done before. Mm. So I, I went into, you know, just marketing mode and how do I be the best at what, 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 what this space and how I, how can I be different and just how can I sell these to people? Like that's, I just went into that mode and we figured that out and we, we did okay with it. But it was just literally because we wanted diapers and mm-hmm. we wanted to make diaper giving fun. Awesome. So the name, I love the name. Um, did you feel any doubt? Like when you said, okay, my business is be, going to be called Stinky Cakes. Like, were you 100% confident like people are going to get it? Or yeah, like, 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 like this is the thing. Like, everything that do with babies is fun. Like, no one ever sees a baby and go, mm, I don't like babies. And if they do, like, they're not my customer, right? So the name came about 
my my son was two at the time, and we would my wife and I just happened to be brainstorming. And I used to change his diaper, and she used to change the baby's diaper. And my he comes waddling. And he said, "Dad, I did stinkies." So I look oh. at my wife and I go, "What about stinky cakes?" And we she started laughing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I started laughing, and this and the stinky baby started laughing. So it worked out. But That's yeah, so, I mean, some people some people don't like the name. Some people, but you know, like like I said, man. There's 7.5 billion people in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And if someone doesn't do business with me because of the name of a business, I, they got bigger issues, man. That's they true. got bigger problems. Mm -hmm. I, I, and this, this is another tip that the, your listeners can take, man. Mm -hmm. Don't focus on the people that don't want your thing. Like, mm, so good, just, yes. Just focus yes. on the people that want it. Who like, do, yeah, exactly. That's mm -hmm. it. Like, I don't have no. time. To, if I spent time focusing on the people that didn't like me because I'm black or didn't like me because I'm immigrant or didn't like me because mm -hmm. my thing's called thing, like, mm -hmm. I would be broke. Yeah. So I just focus on <laughs> yeah. the people that appreciate what I have to offer and, and provide awesome value to those people. And we rock it out, man. And they, they get it. And, and so you just focus on Focus on the people that got it, man. Don't focus on the haters, because mm -hmm. those people are miserable anyway. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Most of them don't even have profile pictures. That's how it goes. <laughs> You're, <right. laughs> You're so right. Yes, I've noticed that. Um, you're giving so much value just 10 minutes in. Uh, usually, people save it till the end, but OK. Um, nah, you know what? <laughs> now, I, I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been at this. So I started learning about business and entrepreneurship at age five. Because mm -hmm. I grew up in a household where reading was essential. You had to read. So mm -hmm. I just started reading a lot of business stuff. You no, know, mm -hmm. simple things. Mm -hmm. That's when I started learning about guys like John Sortino, the guy that started the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, and yeah. Mike Kittrich, the guy that started the Yankee Candle Company, and David Klein, mm -hmm. who started Jelly Belly Jelly Beans, and the Ben and Jerry's guys, and Wally mm -hmm. Amos, famous Amos Cookies, and those guys. And I became mm -hmm. fascinated with it. And I started my first business when I was nine. So I've been doing it so long that mm -hmm. like I, I just I just cut through the BS when it comes mm -hmm. to business, man. Mm -hmm. Business is about selling things to people that they want or need. And yes. that's it. And that's Thank it. You. All the extra mm -hmm. cute stuff, forget it. Mm -hmm. Like I tell mm -hmm. people all the time, like people think my business worked because of the name of Stinky Cakes. Actually, mm -hmm. that's the worst name I could have given. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 right? pretty much. Right? So <laughs> I should have called I should have called it something diapers uh, diaper company. Yeah. Or something yeah, baby yeah. company, right? Mm -hmm. Like like the, the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, you know yes. exactly what they sell right away. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yankee Candle, you know what they sell yes. right away. Mm -hmm. Jelly Belly Jelly Beans, you know what they sell right away. Right? Mm -hmm. ben, and Je ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, you know, it's two people that sell ice cream. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Wally, uh, famous name is Cookies. Right away, you know what it is. So, mm -hmm. Stinky Cakes is actually a bad name. But what I knew, what I did understand was that there are other parents out there like me that wanted and needed diapers. And there were other people like my family and friends that wanted to give diapers, but they needed a cool way to make that transaction happen. Mm. That's where the money came from. So if people really understand the problem that people have and come up with a solution and a means for people to pay for that solution, then they mm -hmm. can make money as entrepreneurs and business people. It's that simple. Now I'm saying it's simple, but it's not easy. Yes. And it's not easy because you, you gotta go and do the work. Mm hmm Yes. Thank you so much for saying that. So much wisdom, guys. Oh my gosh. So much wisdom. And just we just started. So um I find your background very fascinating because you're from the Caribbean. And like, do you feel like that impacted your life? And do you have any Caribbean jokes that I can steal for my next stand-up routine? 
Yeah, so big time. You know, you know more than anything else. Like when I first moved to this to America, like I I I don't want to say I was embarrassed of being from the Bahamas, but I felt like I didn't fit in, right? So for a long time, I just tried to fit in, and then I get to this point in my life where I, I just I, I'm not happy, and I'm like, why are you not happy, dude? You should be a happy person, and it's because my then this thing became my biggest asset, right? Um, when I embraced being from a culture that's 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 tourism on oriented and, and, and customer service oriented and people oriented. And I applied that to me in my everyday life. I started saying good morning to people again. I started saying, hey, how you doing? I started asking people, so what do you do, right? I started to be more interest, interested in people than trying to be interested, trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, it opened the floodgates to, for everything, right? So, mm -hmm. the, so I, tell, I, I always tell immigrants, like the thing that, the thing that makes you different is where you're from. Embrace that. Yes. So because like people will be like, hey, so this guy's a little different. And and what people think about me and, and see me as different is because I smile, right? It's mm. because I say good morning. It's because I say please and thank you. These are things that you you taught because in the Caribbean, especially the Bahamas, where tourism is the number one industry, like we we heavily rely on word of mouth marketing. So understanding that you was learning word of mouth marketing from you were a baby, like now as a business owner, guess what's the most powerful form of marketing? Like I run a marketing agency. And one of the mm -hmm. things I tell my clients is like all the marketing that I do for you and all these ads that I create for you and all, and all these um, different um, platforms that I distribute your marketing messages on will never be um, people talking about your product or service. Mm. So always create an environment where word of mouth marketing takes over. Like that comes from my Caribbean culture, mm. right? So people talk about stinky cakes because that positive vibe, that's that, that's that, what are you saying, boy? How you doing, boy? Everything cool? Like, mm -hmm. good to see you, boy. Good morning. That's stink. That's the stinky cakes vibe. And people mm. can't, they, so people try to copy me and they can't figure out what they're doing. They got the diapers, they got the ribbons, but they don't got the energy behind it. But that's that Caribbean thing. That's why people that. fly from all over the world to go to the Caribbean. They, mm. they, they talk about the weather, but they really mm. talk about the people, right? Uh, so I yes, infuse that absolutely. into everything that I do. So I, I, it's a blessing, really. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do you have any jokes? What, like, yeah, what kind, what kind of jokes? Just anything. Maybe a funny situation. Yeah, I mean, so there's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff. And, and so here's, here's my advice with that, mm -hmm. right? So... Actually, I'll, I'll tell you one that my I'll tell you one that my dad used to tell. Okay. Uh, and and he would say he would say. Uh, what they what they say to the monkey that cut his tail off. What? It ain't long now. Uh, that's funny. I like. Do you guys have a lot of monkeys around? On the no, island. Sorry, no, I'm really ignorant, but I don't know. We don't. Okay. No, no, so, we I, don't. I, mean, no, we I don't, don't know anything. I need to take a. I need to make my millions and then take a vacation uh, with uh, a sugar daddy or my second husband. We'll see. We'll see. So, we'll see. <laughs> this is what I'm getting, Michael. Okay, I'm gonna uh, only allow millionaires to be on my podcast, uh, and they're gonna get to know me that way, right? It's a That's long smart. one. I yeah, like it. So, <laughs> well, so, so you gotta help so me out, man. <laughs> even better than that, even better than that, right? This is what I'll give you, and I'll, I'll give you this. I think this is better than a joke because, you know, uh, if, if you look at that million-dollar mark, right, and I always tell people is you break it down into units. So 
if you have a $20 product, you got 50,000 people buying it at $20. If you have a $50 product, you got a $50 product, you got 20,000 people buying that, right? So like, like, like package something. So even with your podcast, package something. Look at, look at how you want to do that. Turn it into numbers. Turn it into a formula. And then figure out how to sell that particular thing to certain people, right? So maybe you flip it and you, maybe you flip it and you teach the millionaires to how to attract their dream girl, right? That, and, and, and you sell them a package. Like it's it's yes. so many ways to do things, especially with the internet, man. Like mm-hmm. identify problems, create a solution for that problem, and then get paid for that solution. I promise you that's the way. Everybody that you see making money, that's what they're doing. If you look back at every episode of this podcast, Everybody that you had on, that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. Yes. So thank you so much. Because this is my plan, Michael. Let me know what you think. Because Michael's a business coach, guys. Uh, you want him to help you. So I'm going to uh, sell rich people how to be funny. And I'm going to sell funny people how to be rich. So, and I'm going to make them talk to each other. So, yeah. Well, see, and, and that's in the, then the real money would come. When you, have the these offline, when you have these offline events and these two types of people could co-mingle, right? And yes. have mm-hmm. these power sessions. Like, there's just so many ways to make money. I, like, mm-hmm. It's just it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what would you say to parents who need to make more money? What advice would you give them? That, well, I just started, look at, look, like, look at your pain points. Like, look at the things that annoy you. Like, look at the things that you wish you could just pay to make go away. Mm-hmm. If, you're having, if you're having those, those thoughts, like, there's probably 20 to 50,000 other people having the same issue. Right. Mm-hmm. And you sell them a 20 or $50 product. Like that, it's that simple. Like so many people get caught up in huge numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I tell people when you starting, don't start with the huge numbers. If you're making $50,000 a year and then you're like, well, I want to make 300 million. Like your brain can't even comprehend that. Mm-hmm. Cause if you knew how to make 300 million out the gate, you'd be doing that. You're right? already. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so start with saying, okay, how much debt do I have? Well, I have $30,000 in debt. And then look at that in numbers, calculate, divide that by whatever number, 20, 30, whatever your product is and see mm-hmm. how many units you have to sell. Then go into planning. Like, how do I mm-hmm. find these two, 1200 people that would spend this money with me? Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 you start breaking it down and turn it into common sense and, 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 and something that you could test and tweak. Mm-hmm. And that's how you do it. Like, I sold like everything that I sell before mm-hmm. it even goes live. I sell it. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know how to sell a stinky cake, but I told my mother-in-law who just had a baby shower, like we about to make diapers look like cakes. Yeah. And she ended up being my first customer. And then she nice. came back to three customers. So I knew That's incredible. So, like, mm-hmm. like when I launched a hundred grand plan, which I, where we show people how to make their first hundred grand. Mm-hmm. I talked about it on, I talked about it on, on my Facebook and people mm-hmm. paid the thousand dollars before the thing was complete. That's right, awesome. I love and then that. with this with this new thing that I'm I, I we launched now, um, launching standouts, um, plan and hustle. Like mm-hmm. I post once again, I posted on my on my on my Facebook. Hey, I'm looking for X Y Z people mm-hmm. to, to 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 beta test this um this side hustle program, and people mm-hmm. signed up right away. So I, that's how I knew nice. that was going to do well. Like mm-hmm. we we live in a time where they and look look this up. This is lean lean um. Lean business model, they call it lean startup, mm-hmm. lean startup or something like that. Lean startup, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, these they 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 people much smarter than me broke these things down. Things that I learned at five years old that's been around a long time. 
they put them in the nice little packages and help people understand things. But that's it's everywhere, man. But just, it takes common sense. But it also take it takes uh, thick skin and determination because until you find your tribe, your 50,000, 250,000 people that you really going to serve, you're going to take a lot of blows from everybody outside of that circle. So you need mm-hmm. thick skin while you're developing uh, and, and, and find out who your people are. Like with, with, with everything that I do, Lee, mm-hmm. like I, and you know, I put, out a, I put out a bunch of content on the yes. Mr. Sinky Cakes about entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and marketing and business, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of people benefit from it. But I, like in my mind, I'm only creating content for 250,000 people. And mm-hmm. I expect between three and 20% of those people to convert to people that actually give me money. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. so the, so the, so the, any, anybody outside of that circle that has something negative to say or whatever, I don't care. I, I'm not here mm-hmm. for them. Right. Like, right. like if like Home Depot doesn't necessarily lose sleep over Lowe's customers. Right. Exactly. So that's, it's, it's what it is. I mean, yeah, they want to convert some of those people. So they do, they, you know, they, they advertise the market, but they happy with the Home Depot customers. Mm-hmm. So that, that's how you got to focus on, on your business, especially when you're starting. Just focus on the people that are pulling out their credit cards and giving you, and, and, or pulling out their, 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 their cash or double tapping with that Apple Pay app. That's what you focus on, man, and just find those people. I love that. So we the business expert, but the thing is, like, you're also a big family man. So can you tell us, like, uh, how many kids you have? What's uh, being a dad like for you? So that's my my favorite thing in the world to be is to be a dad because you know y- y- your kids don't listen to what you say they watch <laughs> what you do right mm, so yes absolutely so for me I think being a father uh, helped me be a much better man a much better business person a much better community leader right because I have mm-hmm. little soldiers watching what yes. I what I do not listening mm-hmm. to they they listen to what I say but more mm-hmm. watch what I do. So mm-hmm. being a being a dad man has helped me just mature a lot. Um, I have I have two bio sons and two foster sons, so nice. they are they range mm-hmm. from age eight, twelve, thirteen, and fifteen. Um, mm-hmm. I've been a I've been a, a foster parent for fourteen years now. I'm wow. thirty seven. So I, I I started really young, but because mm-hmm. I, I, I always thought it's important to help people. Like I love mm-hmm. helping people, and I love helping people that you know just you can't give nothing back to you. It's just mm-hmm. if someone someone needs help, help them. You know that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I, I love being a dad. Like, what, so one of the things too, I, I was telling this to one of, so I got one of one of the people in the hundred grand plan mastermind. Mm-hmm. I was telling them the other day, like, like all all my all my kids that are in middle school and high school, they all um, of a three or above, right? Mm-hmm. And and I said the reason I, I I love that over anything is because, like, I teach my sons to just handle their business. They live a pretty good mm-hmm. life, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I tell them. I tell them like, no matter what, man, if, if, if I'm busting my butt and your mom's busting her butt to give you guys a, a pretty decent lifestyle, that mm-hmm. you should be able to give your best in school. Like mm-hmm. I'm not big on grades and A's and B's. And I don't care about all that. I care mm-hmm. about them giving their best. If your best mm-hmm. is an A, I'm rocking with you. If your mm-hmm. best is an F, then we're going to work on that because you're, right. giving, you're giving your best, right? So but now mm-hmm. let's help you improve. Because mm-hmm. I want them to understand, man, their success is based on their work ethic. And, you know, no one's better than them. They're not better than anybody else because you're really competing against yourself. And, mm-hmm. and, and, if, and if when you're best, at, is your best at something is the best that could possibly be done, mm-hmm. look at that as a blessing, man. 
because no, not, not too many people reach that. Not too many people get to be the Michael Jordan or something. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. And that's, that's what I want them to get out of it. I want them to be able to handle their business and just man up and be okay with not being good at something. But even if you're not good at something, look for ways to improve and just give it your all. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I follow your social media posts and, um, I was just wondering, because your kids are kind of more on the grown side. Um, when you when they were still babies, like, what do you think? Because I feel like there might be parents listening to this, and they're like, yeah, I have a baby. Uh, I'm spending a lot of money. How do I make money? How do you even come up with ideas? Like, can you help us describe, like, what a baby is like and, like, how you think about solving a baby's problems? Well, I mean, so you, like I said, you, you know, you think you just look at the things that annoy you as a parent, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, one of the things, even with stinky cakes, right? My wife always used to say, Mike, every cake has to be able to be taken apart with one hand. And I was like, why? Oh. And she would be like, well, because chances are when the mom goes to use the stinky cake, she's going to be holding the baby, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that at times created design challenges, but that's one of the one of the things that the, the moms would always say they liked about it, right? Oh, it was yeah. easy to use. So yes. like, it was cute, but it was functional, right? So mm-hmm. like, like when you're going through something, like that's the best time to, to design. That's the best time to create because you could look at all the problems that you have and create something to, to fix that, right? Just, 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 think of, just think of the first blanket that was ever made, right? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Someone was laying somewhere freezing and be like, man, I wish there was some, and they, they might've been cuddled up with someone, right? And that person got yeah. up and left. And they go, well, how, do, how, could, how could I stay warm if this person moves, yeah. right? Yeah. It, that's yeah. kind of how it starts, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they, they got some leaves or some fur, or whatever, figured a way to right. glue it together. They had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then they got under it and they stayed warm. And they told the next person, hey, you should use this thing that I created. Um, I'll make you one, it's gonna cost you uh, two cows, but I'll make you one, right? And that's just how it, how it is. It's, it's, it's just that everything's an, ex- is an exchange. You create something that people want, exchange something for it, and you make money, they get the thing. That's incredible. Thank you for breaking it down to such simple terms. You know, I think it's, uh, it's really needed in the world. So you now do business coaching and, uh, okay, actually before that, let's talk about your wife. How did you meet your wife? How do you, how do you know if this spouse is right for you? So I'm a, I'm a systematic thinker with everything. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was friends with her dad. He invited me over to the cookout oh, at the house. Wow. And, um, okay. yeah, we were just cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, we and I were playing the basketball game horse and she beat me. And I was like, yeah, so now I'm paying attention. Mm -hmm. But so, so, um, but what I noticed about her was how she treated her nephews. She's Mm. like really good. She was really good with them. And so when I, at first we were just friends, like friends, Mm -hmm. like we're cool. Mm -hmm. So I I noticed how she treated the nephews and I always knew the person I married would really treat. And I knew I was going to have sons. Mm -hmm. We're going to treat my sons really well. And they would love their mother. I just, the, just the, same, the same thing that told me when I was five years old and living in the Bahamas that one day I'll be a successful business owner in America uh, was the nice. same thing that told me I'd have sons. Uh, it's a weird thing that happens in the back of my brain and I just listen to mm-hmm. it. When I listen to it, mm-hmm. great things happen. Like right now. Like right, mm. but, um, let me finish with, with, with my wife yes, and then I'll yeah. tell you my, my yeah, baby's yeah. goal, right? Mm-hmm. So, but so, so we became friends and then we just we fell in love. We've been married going on 15 years. You know, it's just what it is. Ups and downs, every, like mm-hmm. every other marriage. It's mm-hmm. not perfect. Mm-hmm. 
we, yes. we deal with we deal with things, but that's that's life, and you gotta you know it's not always gonna be rosy, but you go through the, the good times, you go through the you grow through the good times, you grow through the bad times. Mm -hmm. It's all about growth. Mm -hmm. But but like to get to get into like my that thing in the back of my head, like my big dream. So there's a there's a foundation called the Kaufman Foundation, and it was started by you and uh, Marion Kaufman, right? Mm -hmm. and he made all his money in pharmaceuticals and. And then what he did, he created this foundation to give back to entrepreneurship. So like at nine, I told you I started my first business. I retired my grandmother at 11 and mm -hmm. I, I always wanted to be, I, I always wanted to, to give back, to be, to be that. So like my goal is to be the next Kaufman. And they told mm -hmm. everything, everything oh. that I do, like, that's in it, and it, it, it might kind of give you a little more insight to why I share so much on social because with Stinky Cakes, I got it to the point where I, I wanted to either um, have a distribution center or I have like, you know, stores across America. And, and, and that's when I ended up in the ICU. So I ended oh, wow. up, um, oh my God. I, I was like, man, I hate business. And, and, oh, wow. and then, but at, at that point, because my dream, the Kaufman part of this plan was like in my 60s. And that thing in the back of my mind said, yo, if you're going to help people, help people, do it now. So I was mm. like, all right, I hate business. I'm not doing business anymore. So I, so I take a job at Westover Job Corps in Chickabee, Massachusetts. And mm -hmm. What Job Corps is, it gives kids a second opportunity to get their GED, high school diploma, and, and earn a trade. Mm -hmm. So I was there. And my focus wasn't business. My focus was teaching these people, young people, like responsibility and, and you know, mm -hmm. just the, the secrets to success, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so they started Googling me because one of the kids who's actually now my assistant, Brandon, um, he would come in my office all the time and he'd be like, Mr. C, so I, you know, you, you own the business. Why don't you teach us business? So I was like, oh, okay, business, you slipped. You got me. So I started teaching these kids business and how it works. And actually my book launching stand out that everybody loves. Um, the reason it's so simple is because I wrote it for my job core kids and you know, a lot of them couldn't, can't read and whatnot. So I didn't want them to feel embarrassed or dumb reading the book. So I made it super simple, but because I did that, adults love the book because so many people have business questions, simple, basic business questions, and they're mm -hmm. embarrassed to ask, right? And you can't mm -hmm. Google what you don't know and YouTube doesn't answer mm -hmm. that, right? That's so true. So, like, mm -hmm. so I wanted to create a space where it's okay to learn about business. It's okay to understand, well, I don't know this. Even me personally today, there's things in business I don't know, but you know what? I have no problem asking people that know because my whole thing is if I don't ask, I'm always, I, I'm always in the dark until I yes. ask. Once I ask, now mm -hmm. I know. Right. So, but yeah, so that's, that started me on this, on my Kaufman dream early. So that's why um, there's so much in my social media is, is about empowering and educating people when it comes to entrepreneurship and business. And then, the second part is like when you're in the ICU, man, you start looking at life different, right? Yeah. So, I, so, so, so my true. kids were my kids are like really, really young when I got sick. So then I mm -hmm. my Facebook actually became a personal diary to my sons. So when you see me post, I'm not even posting to everybody. I'm posting to my sons because I, I teach them so much about business. But they, like I said, they're 12 and 13 and 8 and 15, right? So they don't get it. But one day, if I'm not here, they look, they'll, they'll go back and read um, my social media posts and go, oh, those are things Dad was talking about, right? Like over, over the summer, I gave them a list of 20 things that I wish I knew about economics and business before I was 18. Like, 
Mm-hmm. What's an asset? What's the liability? What's, you know, just hope. What's the, what's the REIT? Like, you know, what's compound interest? Like, all like just stuff. And they started looking it up because they're on YouTube anyway, right? So I wanted them to understand, like, there's things on YouTube that's going to make you rich, but you got to know what to look for. If you can't find the right acronyms, you can't make that money. So I just, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of, a lot of my, a lot of my posts suggest to my boys, man, and everybody else just kind of gets the benefits from that. That 250,000 people that I create content for, that the gateway to that for them was the stuff that I post online for my sons. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So um, you run your coaching business and you have a hundred grand, but you just have a knack for names. I just love that. So can you share with us like uh, what kinds of people do you work with and like what kind of success stories uh, have they produced? Yeah. So there's really four things that I do, right? So I have plan and hustle, which is for people that have jobs or people looking for a side hustle. Just no pressure. It's $9.99 a month. So it's like nothing, right? So they mm-hmm. come in and learn how, to, how things work. And then what happens with that is we see people that do okay, they start something, and then they move on to what's called the 100 grand plan, which is that's the people that, that, that are making some money, but now they need a system to, to, to do it. Um, and so with the 100 grand plan, I have a, a few people that did over 100 grand just following what we talked about. Like I can't guarantee any results or promise anything, right? Because everything's based on work ethic. So the 100 grand plan, you remember I told you about John Sotina, the Vermont teddy bear guy? Mm-hmm. So he was, he's one of my mentors, right? He, this guy did $120 million selling teddy bears. So him, he and I produced the 100 grand plan course together. And with that is a mastermind group. People come in and they get to ask me questions. They get every Monday at noon we meet. Um, so they get to be a part of a group of people pursuing this hundred grand or who made a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's cool. So the, that part of that part of it is, was all about what I wish I had when I was growing stinky cakes. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, like I do, I do consulting work. You know, my, my fee right now is about $500 an hour, which is super low. Um, Sometimes, I, as you know, on my, on my Facebook, sometimes I'll drop a special where it's like, you know, whatever, you know, something else. But that's what I do. And then the, 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 the fourth thing is I run an agency. So mm-hmm. people that um, are making money and they need assistance with, uh, with their marketing, they just don't have time to do it. And they got a budget to do it. Then, you know, mm-hmm. we, take over, we take over their marketing for them and, and find those customers for them, help them get results. So. There's a lot of ways for people to work with me from $10 a month all the way up to uh, six, seven, eight thousand a month, or depending on what that marketing budget is. So I, 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 I always, I always try to make things accessible for, for everyone. And, you know, some people say, you don't do that. Focus on this. But I, I, like I tell people, I remember where I come from. Like mm-hmm. when I, when I first started Sinky Cakes, I was broke, broke. So I wouldn't have been able to afford $8,000 a month or $5,000 a month retainer. I probably wouldn't even be able to, been able to afford $100 a month for the 100 grand plan, but I would have been able to afford $10 a month for plan and hustle so I could learn and be a part, you know, get the information that I need. So I try to create things for everybody in every space. Because mm-hmm. awesome. like I said, for me, mm-hmm. it's about those 250,000 people that want what I have to offer. So I don't, it's, mm-hmm. it's, So it's not... It's not a broad net. It's just understanding my audience. So I got customers in every every range. Mm-hmm. I love that. And um, I wanted to ask you this question because I feel like 
we're in this climate where uh, certain people cannot express their views. And I feel like you're the, because you are a father. So like, what are your thoughts on millennial men right now? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, man, because like, so I'm, I'm, I'm 37, like I said, so people mm-hmm. say I fall in the millennial, but I don't, whatever this, that, and that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I don't think there's anything different than, in any other generation i just mm. think like this this generation is just recorded and they like, they mm. out there right Interesting. so like there's there's nothing new there's nothing different everybody likes to think their generation is better and this that and the next man mm. you know there's, there's one thing i'll say about this generation of people man they're forward thinking and they understand they're starting to understand that people are people right and there's less is less, less hate is less animosity it's like oh you like jay-z i like jay-z you're black, I'm white, you're Asian, you're Spanish, but we like Jay-Z, let's go to this concert together. Just, that's what this group of people is. It's not, you know, it's, it's a weird thing, man. I, 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 I laugh at the, the memes with the boomers versus the millennials and all this other stuff, but one day the millennials are gonna be the boomers and the next generation gonna think the millennials are this. It's, 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 this is nothing new. It's been going on since the creation of mankind. When, when mankind got here, this started. This ain't nothing different. Mm-hmm. yeah that's my that's, that's my mm-hmm. that's my take on it so do you feel like because okay maybe i'm in a different space because i'm in like the dating space and i kind of noticed like uh and maybe it's probably my circle fault um i'm expanding and building uh i feel like millennial men are a little bit lazier than previous generations maybe but that the, yeah so watch this okay so watch this right mm-hmm. so, so let's let's look at henry ford Right, no one would call Henry Ford lazy, right? No, right. But he was like a one in a one in a billion kind of guy, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. How many people you think were, were lazy that worked in this factory? A whole bunch of them, but they mm-hmm. weren't on Instagram. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, it's, it's nothing different. Like Mike, me, I, I, not boast boasting, but I just like I'm I'm a one in a million kind of person. Like yes, you I, are. Yes. If, mm-hmm. if I want something, I'm not stopping until I get it. Most yes. people aren't like that. Whether yeah, I was born in fourteen oh two or or or, or nineteen eighty five, it doesn't matter. Like it's all the same. But like if, if the, the 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 crazy part is like people like me, we're, like we're not on Instagram like posting all day because we're busy working on our dreams. Mm-hmm. But that's that's like I think it's like eight hundred million entrepreneurs or something like that, right? In a world where like. Uh, 7.5 billion people so that means there's no one that's an entrepreneur in the world everybody's just average so that's just it, it, you got to know what to look for i'm telling you there's no different any generation there's no different mm-hmm. if we could if we could rewind the clocks right mm-hmm. and go back to woodstock and we give those the give the boomers uh instagram mm-hmm. it'll look exactly like 2019 very interesting wow this is the first time I've heard that viewpoint, but you're totally right. Yes, we're the recorded generation. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel like prevents people from starting a business? What are some of the reasons the, you hear? Yeah. The, the biggest thing is fear, man. Fear. Like, like you got to have serious self-belief because that you, when you decide that you want to start a business, it doesn't exist. The success doesn't exist. It only exists in your mind. So you got to create, you got to take something that's intangible and make it tangible, right? So you've got to believe in yourself. And while doing this, the whole, the whole world won't believe you. Because like I said, the majority of people aren't like you. 
So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's important to overcome fear, and the way you overcome fear is by taking action, right? Mm -hmm. And so you have to surround yourself by other quote-unquote crazy people like you, right? That, mm -hmm. that, that, that living in the future, that building towards this thing that they know could happen, right? Mm -hmm. So like, like look at, look at um, my book or, 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 or launchingstandout.com. I've been working on that for three years, right? Mm. And like now people are like, oh my God, this is great. But my early adopters, they loved it from the beginning. Mm. And they helped me build it because I listened to what they wanted, right? So I was an alone crazy person. I had these people that go, no, Mike, you, like, how do I build a website? I don't know how to do that. Because mm. to me, it's like common sense, but it wasn't common sense when mm. I didn't know how to do it, right? right. So like, mm. it's, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a wave. You, but you have to believe in yourself. And you have to move without fear. And, and you got listen. Even you, if you could talk to someone as a Fortune 500 CEO, and I promise you, they still have days when they doubt themselves, or doubt the process, or doubt the product, or doubt. You know, that's mm -hmm. a part of it. But how quick you, how quick you overcome that and bounce and bounce back and find a solution and take the right actions to to to, to squash that noise in your head. That's what matters. Mm, that's incredible. So when you say, uh, okay. Let's uh, talk about parenting again, because I feel like it's very similar to entrepreneurship in a sense, because you it listen is. to, yeah, and then you solve a problem. So like, what do you think you're teaching your kids that maybe you didn't learn as a son or like your parents weren't able to teach you? Well, well I'll tell you one of the biggest things from a business standpoint is like understanding the difference between an asset and a liability and understanding the purpose of money. And the purpose of money is to make more money, right? And the mission of money is to make things happen faster. Right. Mm. So, and I also tell my son, like, nothing's free. Someone's paying somewhere. And I help him understand economics. Right. Mm -hmm. Just, just different language that wasn't introduced to me until I was in my twenties. Right. Because mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. kids are brilliant, man. Every, humans are brilliant. If you give them the right information, they'll do well. Like I tell people all the time, like what, one thing I learned in this journey is that rich people have information to make them rich and broke mm -hmm. people have information to make them broke. Right. So I just try to introduce that rich language and rich information to my kids. What they do with it is up to them. I can't mm. force them to do it, but they know. So like my, 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 my 13 year old, since he was like four, we asked him if, Hey, if you had some money, what you going to do with it? He was like, buy an asset. Cause I said, Hey son, an asset is something that makes you money. A liability is something that takes your money away from you. So he was like, Oh, I want assets. And he was like four or five years old. It's like, but, most people don't even ever learn the word asset or liability. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just exactly. introducing success language and, 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 and wealth language into their mindset so they know what it is. That's the biggest mm -hmm. thing. It's because everything's a process. Mm -hmm. That's great. So um, I do have a question. I feel like you're really qualified to answer this. Like, do you ever feel like, because I'm also a minority and I don't look like most people in comedy and business, just in America in general, uh, besides yeah. everyone, basically. Do you ever feel like your race is uh helping you or preventing you from business or do you think it matters do you leverage it? so so big yeah. so big time but that's that's what i'm saying like for me that's why i had to understand like in the beginning i used to try to please everybody we're like why well, can't be this scared because i'm a, was a big guy and like i'm like i don't smile a lot right because i'm normally thinking so i look aggressive and I'm, I'm but i'm not but and i used to care about what people think about me and i was like you know what dude the people that don't buy from you because you're black. Mm -hmm. That's not your issue, bro. Mm -hmm. That's their issue. Oh, the people that won't so buy from you because you're from the Bahamas, that's not your issue, bro. Mm -hmm. That's their mm -hmm. issue. 
Mm. Because there's people that don't care what color you are, and those people don't, don't care where you're from. Because like I said, exactly. I yes. noticed mm. because millions of people fly to the Bahamas every year to vacation. And guess what? The people are black and they're Bahamian. So mm. why would I focus on the people that have issues? I, I, this is what I tell people. So right. If mm -hmm. people have a problem with me because I'm black or I'm an immigrant, I don't want your money anyway. Keep your mm. money. I don't need your money. Mm -hmm. There's 250,000 people or more that would welcome what I have to offer and me as I am. Mm -hmm. So you just can't be a slave to money. Keep, like, mm -hmm. keep your money, bro. Keep your mm -hmm. money. I'm good. That's awesome. Let's not do business together. You got a problem with being black or immigrant or whatever, 5'11", mm -hmm. right? Uh, what, I don't care what the thing is. That's not my issue. You mm -hmm. see, that's another thing. Like, I'm self-aware, mm -hmm. right? I love myself. Not in an arrogant mm -hmm. way. I appreciate mm -hmm. who I am. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to appreciate who I am. So why would I let someone that see? Because the people that don't, don't wouldn't buy from me because of or because of a race or whatever, mm -hmm. they got their own issues. They're not self-aware. Mm -hmm. Because once you become self-aware and you appreciate yourself, you can appreciate everybody else and what they do. And that's Absolutely. a lot of people are missing that. So mm -hmm. I, that's that's their issue. I don't got time for that. Like I tell people all the time, man. Look at it like this: fifty percent of the people will love you. 50% of the people will hate you. Don't look at or focus or even think about the people that hate you. Because inside that 50% of the people that love you, it's broken up into three categories. Cool, warm, and hot. Cool mm. people would buy from you if they knew you sold something. Warm mm -hmm. people know and they kind of like, do I want it from you or do I want it from someone else? Mm. And hot are like, yo, you, what you got is what I want. Sell it to me. And mm. that's who I focus on. Awesome. Forget the 50% that they ain't. I ain't got time for them. I don't, mm. I'm not a therapist. They need therapy. Mm. I'm not a therapist, right? <laughs> so so I'm, I'm focusing on my yeah. customers. Mm -hmm. That's such a great way. You're breaking it down so clearly. Thank you for that. So uh, my next is I got like a follow-up question. Do you feel like certain people are born with privilege uh, more than others? And how do you, how do you address it? So, I mean, yeah, especially, I mean, especially where you are in the world, right? But here's mm -hmm. the thing, man, mm -hmm. it exists. Mm -hmm. You can't think about it. Go, it goes back to the 50-50. Like, mm -hmm. so what? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Because even, like, if, 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 if that, yes, it, 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 the privilege, what it does is open doors for you faster, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're trash, you're trash. The <laughs> yeah. door's going to close anyway, right? That's why all mm -hmm. the time you see people that come from nothing that mm -hmm. do really well, right? Mm -hmm. And you see people that had all the resources don't do well. Yeah. Because at the yeah. end of the day, it still goes back to that self-awareness. It still goes back to that self-belief. It still goes back to the ability to live in the future. It still goes back to the ability to, to sell people things they want or need, right? That's why, mm -hmm. like my sons, because I'm successful, don't mean they're going to be successful. I'm giving them the blueprint, mm -hmm. but it's, they still have to do the work. They still have yes. to do the work. Like, I have friends that, that are uh, uh, millionaires, right? Mm -hmm. And their kids, they give their kids money to start things, and it doesn't work. Right, and mm -hmm. I have friends at the millionaires that give their kids um, money to start things, and the kids work ethic is crazier than the parents, and their things mm -hmm. are they're doing well. It goes mm -hmm. back to work ethic, man. So that mm -hmm. the privilege thing is an illusion, and, mm -hmm. and, and and it's a real illusion. But at the end of the day, man, this most of the people on that that actually started those Fortune 500 companies mm -hmm. came from nothing, mm -hmm. right? If, if this was fake, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to move. I wouldn't be able to do nothing. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell people, listen, go own something, man. You, mm -hmm. you, you have me on, on your podcast because I sell diapers on the internet. Think about mm -hmm. that. 
Yeah. When I moved here, <laughs> yeah. when, I, listen, when yeah. I moved here, I was a dishwasher. If I mm-hmm. bought into the privilege thing, if I bought into the race thing, if I bought into the immigrant mm-hmm. thing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm doing? Yeah. 20 mm-hmm. years later, I'm still washing dishes. I'm not one mm-hmm. of America's top 100 urban entrepreneurs. I'm mm-hmm. not 40 under 40 in my city. I'm not writing for Virgin. I'm not being featured on Black Enterprise Magazine. I'm not on NPR. I'm not in Inc. Magazine, right? Mm-hmm. But I, what people thought about me, what people think about me has got nothing to do with me because I believe I'm the next Kaufman and that's what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's, that's what I'm doing. I love that. So what advice would you give for like, uh, okay, let's do first, like maybe new fathers and new entrepreneurs. If you could start over, do everything over again, what would you say? What would you do differently, if anything? So for entrepreneurship, I would just focus on selling. Like mm-hmm. the way I am now, this, this, this self-awareness and self-belief, mm-hmm. I would start with that and understand and just focus on the people that are going to buy from you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, like, that's it. That's the most important thing. Like, if you look at everybody, once again, I'm using that, that, that um, Fortune 500, like, those people all understand how to sell their thing to the people that would buy it. That's all they do. Coca-Cola mm-hmm. knows how to sell uh, sugar water to people that buy sugar water. You know, geniuses mm-hmm. over there. Ain't nothing genius about that, right? Home mm-hmm. Depot knows how to sell uh, lumber supplies to people that need lumber supplies. Ain't no genius over there. That's another thing, man. People got to stop thinking like entrepreneurs and business owners are geniuses. Elon Musk is not a genius, so to speak, right? He understands mm-hmm. how to sell cars and trucks to people mm-hmm. that want cars and trucks. Yes. Like, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. They, they, and I'm not discrediting anything anybody does and not being negative. I'm just saying to simplify, what do people do? They sell things mm-hmm. to people that want to need those things. So like, if you want to be successful, learn how to do that. Take the, mm-hmm. take the awe and, and like whatever, like the celebrity status and, oh my God, this person did this. Listen, Steve Jobs, he, he lived in the future. Yeah, it took a lot of smarts to be able to put these iPhones together. But I promise you, he had a team of engineers, people Mm -hmm. who dream about solving problems. And that's another thing entrepreneurs are good at um, as part of building systems, building teams, because that's the system, Mm -hmm. right? If you Mm -hmm. talk to Steve Jobs, he would never say, hey, it was me that sat down and figured out the (laughs) idea, the dream, the vision, and then found the people that could make it happen. So that's another thing I would have did too. I would have built a better team from the beginning. Don't be the smartest person in the room. Like Henry Ford used to say this, you have a phone with four buttons on it. You ask me any question and I could press one of those buttons, get those questions answered. Mm. Like be that guy. Mm-hmm. Love that. So how can we work with you? How can uh, we find you? How can we stalk you? Uh, you can stalk me on all social media platforms at Mr. MR Stinky Cakes. Um, I'm pretty friendly. Uh, send me a friend request, send me a message. Say, hey, listen, man, I heard you on the, on these podcasts and I think you're great. And then I'll be like, awesome. Let's work together. And you could do that by going to launchingstandout.com and jump in one of the courses. I gave you the, the things there and we could just work, man. I love seeing people succeed, man. I, I just like, sh- I love sharing what I know. I mm-hmm. love, I love seeing people that they're willing to put in that long, lonely, boring work that's, that it takes to succeed. Um, so that's why I create that content. But yeah, Mr. Stinky Cakes and launchingstandout.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this is an amazing interview. Just pure, like gems throughout just in the first 10 minutes. If you just listened to that, that was amazing. And we gave you a whole, 
almost freaking hour of just great stuff. Imagine what he's going to give out to you guys in the actual class, guys, okay? So thank you so much again, Michael. You were amazing. This was one of my favorite interviews to do. Thank you so much. I'm going to invite you again. Um, Anytime. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I'm loving the comedy. You be cracking me up on Facebook. <laughs> uh, I know you. Gonna, I love I know, controversy. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I know you. Got, you're gonna find your millionaire, but even more than that, you're gonna you're gonna find the system that makes you a millionaire because you want the asset. The asset pays you over and over. Dupont's been been selling paint for a long time, man. That's like third generation wealth on paint. They, they're always going they're never going to run out of money because people are always going to be painting things it's, it's it's amazing it's amazing that's awesome thank you so much for being on here and again guys check out what it's website his website i'm going to post it down below thank you so much all right take care